Yeah, I get it. I understand. We're busy. Life is overwhelming. We have a lot going on. It's loud. But that's all the more reason why you need to take time for yourself. To sit, to breathe, and to just be still. So a part of the services that Khadijah RBZ offers is meditation and breathwork guidance. Sometimes when people just think about meditating, they get overwhelmed because they don't know where to start. Well, let me guide you through the process. Go to KhadijahRBZ.com and book a meditation session. You deserve it. You deserve the investment and you deserve the 30 minutes of peace and tranquility that this session will offer you. So go ahead, head over to K-H-A-D-I-J-A-H-R-B-Z.com and book your meditation session. I promise you, it'll be worth it. Greetings and welcome. Thank you for joining me once again. This is Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. I am so thankful that you have decided once again for another week to pull up your seat and join me for another episode. This is an empowering episode and I am so excited. Why? Because men have a voice and I have another man who is sharing with us. It is so important for us not to uh, tune out the voice of the men in our lives. And so I have a phenomenal young man who is on the show today, who is just gonna sit down and chat with us a little bit, who is gonna share with us what he's declaring, what he's believing, and even some of the experiences in his life. And I'm telling you all this and we haven't even prepped for that. So <laughs> I look forward to our conversation and without further delay, because what would be the point? Let me introduce you to Joshua Rich. Yay! Hey, Khadijah. <laughs> thank you for having me. And thank you for joining me today. I am so happy and so thankful that you said, yes, Khadijah, I will be on the show. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I say it all the time. I'm not going to delay. I'm going to just jump right into our conversation. And I want you to share with the listeners today, who is Joshua Rich? Wow. So, uh, that's ever changing, right? Yeah. And uh, I guess most recently, uh, within the last few years, um, I've become a father. So you know, I'm a husband, a uh, a father, and uh, just really excited about the you know opportunity to really pour into uh, my children's lives mm -hmm. uh, that that God has blessed me with. So um, so yes, that's a big part of my story right now. Uh, you know, I also work in uh, human resources uh, for a uh, rather large um, multinational firm and specifically work in the training and development okay. uh, space. So, so I'm a little multifaceted in, in, in that part, but just really uh, enjoying life and, you know, where it is that, you know, I am on this journey. That's perfect and amazing. How old are your kids or your children? So... Uh, 
Right. So my son Caleb is is four, and uh, my daughter uh, Kelsey will soon be one. So uh, looking for, or excuse me, will soon be two. Okay. So looking forward to uh, her upcoming birthday. Absolutely. So you have two children, and they are under five. Yes. Okay. So yeah. dad. <laughs> How has that changed your approach to life? Wow, it, it's really um, put things in perspective. Okay, uh, I believe that one, um, and I'm, I'm sure we'll probably talk about this at some point, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought that getting married really uh, changed my <laughs> life. But uh, having children just just took that whole. Uh, piece to the to the next level um, because you know it was one thing to be working and, and feeling like all right you know my wife is really looking to me to you know make sure I'm doing my part and right. helping to move our household forward but then you know like the first time I you know held my son and and it's just like wow okay and the hospital told us that all right um, you guys are uh, discharged and you can go home and I just remember that that first ride you know back home and I'm looking at my wife like wow we really have uh, a little person back there that we need to uh, provide for. Right. And it was, uh, yeah, it was very sobering. It was very sobering. Okay. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had any moments since being a parent that was scary for you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Are you willing to share? Sure. Okay. Sure. So, um, you know, the, the first one that, that comes to mind, because I've had a few, mm-hmm. um, but the first one that, that comes to mind is uh, when my son, he had been going through a bout of uh, dealing with ear infections and, and so forth like that. And, you know, obviously, you know, he was on antibiotics and, mm-hmm. and, and so forth. Um, but this one particular time, and this was right around uh, the time that he was two, um, he had a fever that just started uh, jumping and I remember we were at home and he was just looking a little out of it mm-hmm. and he his fever you know from what we could tell was at 101 um, but it was late in the evening and he just was seeming not like itself right. and so we said you know what we need to just go ahead and take him over to the hospital let's let's get him checked out it's better to be on the safe side I mean he's been on the antibiotics for a couple of days typically mm-hmm. that would have kicked in and and helped to smooth out what was happening with air infection but it doesn't seem to be working and so we we took him over to the hospital which was probably about a uh, five to ten minute ride from a house and by the time we got there to the hospital um i mean he was fine he was still talking and and all that but he just didn't look like himself right and we got into the er and so they they started to do their assessment on him and and so forth and when they took his temperature you know on his forehead it was registering at like you know, 105, oh, right? Okay. I mean, in a short period of time. And, you know, then they, you know, they have another way that they can take a child's temperature. And yeah. They wanted to double check. Yeah. So they took his temperature and he was at um, uh, 106. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was, that was really scary yeah. because immediately they started rushing him uh, to the back. Uh, they had to put him on some additional meds. He was in one hospital and then they had to transfer him to another hospital because oh, wow. they couldn't provide all the care for him. Uh, so he had to get onto an ambulance, um, be transferred. Um, my wife and I both couldn't go in an ambulance. Uh-huh. So she went in an ambulance. I had to drive down 
months, uh, you know, separate from them. Mm -hmm. He turned out to have scarlet fever (gasps) along with uh, something else and an ear infection all at the same time. He was hospitalized for uh, like two days, uh, two, three days. And so, yeah, I mean, that was extremely scary because just looking at him, I wanted to, you know, reassure him that everything was going to be okay. And, you know, I was believing that everything would be okay, but it wasn't like it was anything that I could do or yeah. that, you know, we could do because we needed the doctors to come through right. uh, for him. And I think as a parent, that is one of the most scariest things, seeing your child in pain and discomfort, um, right. sick or whatever, and you not be able to make them better. That is so... Uh, Oh right. my gosh, it's so it's it's it is scary, but there's another word that I think describes it better than scary even, but it's right. just it's like y- you want to be able to protect them. And mm-hmm. in those moments, you're not able to do that, and it can be frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah, I, I think you know, I would just add to that that you know, I felt defenseless. Yes, you know, that's in, a perfect in, in, in word. In that way. Yeah. Yes felt defenseless so i mean you know was certainly praying and, and and doing all of that but you know still and you can have all the belief but you know still as you're going through it it, it doesn't it doesn't feel good yeah it doesn't feel good so okay so now that we've gotten um we've shared the <laughs> <laughs> the scary moment <laughs> right right what is what is what is a, a moment that you've experience as a father that has been unforgettably wonderful. Um, I know that something that a lot of dads do say is the time that they hold their child for the first time is, is a moment that they'll never forget. But aside from that particular moment, has anything happened as a dad that was just so super priceless for you? Yeah, actually, we, we had a, uh, we had a situation recently um, that, just really, you know, I, I just stopped for a moment and was just really reflecting on that. And it was, it, you know, you would think in one way it was kind of simple, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was, you know, really meaningful uh, nonetheless. And so we had just, you know, come back or we were heading back um, from a road trip that we took okay. um, probably about a month ago. And uh, as we were driving back, you know, both of the kids are, um, you know, in the back and they're awake and, Doing what kids do, but we had some music on and we were playing uh, uh, Ty Trippet, uh, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we playing Ty Trippet, and all of a sudden, my my, my one year old she starts singing um, one of the songs that he has on there and uh, called "You Are Good." Uh-huh. And so she's singing that. My son joins in. He's singing that, uh, you know, too. And and both of them are just really into it. Uh-huh. And um, you know, as they were singing, you know, my wife and I, we, we looked at each other and was just like, well, I, I guess we're doing, you know, something right. <laughs> if they are, you know, singing like, you know, like a gospel song right. at like four and, 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 and one. And so that was really that was really cool. And uh, just getting that that experience, because sometimes, you know, as as parents, I mean, we've just been like, man, we hope that we're doing this the right way that, you know, they're they're getting you know, the, the good stuff that we want to share with them. But I mean, it doesn't always, you know, come across that way. And, you know, all of those moments, but that was a moment that, that seemed to, 
you know, just really uh, register for us and register for me as a proud moment because I was, you know, excited to, you know, see that. Absolutely. And they're and their children and they're just being themselves and they're comfortable and right. they're just living life without the worries and the cares that we are inundated with sometimes. So sure. that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. I hope you all took a moment and recorded it. Is that did you do that? <laughs> no. My wife got a she got a recording of it. She oh, got a perfect. recording of it. But you know, of course, uh as we started to uh record it. Um, the moment that they realized that they were on camera uh, for a second, it, it, it kind of stopped. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I guess the music got good to them again, <laughs> and they started singing. So, you know, we tried to keep the, you know, the recorder down or keep the phone down so that they weren't really realizing it. And yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Logos, websites, video editing, and graphics. Simple, clean, Dynamic. Dynamic works. Contact us to book a consultation today. So, Josh, um, what is food for mentoring? Yes. So food for mentoring, there's a backstory uh, to that. But um, really um, what I'm envisioning food for mentoring being is 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 a platform to talk about uh, good that's being done. Um, and, you know, the community, as well as, um, you know, different types of uh, mentoring Mm -hmm. uh, that I believe are are relevant to help um, people wherever they are in life um, to see the value in collaborating with others and and just sharing uh, their experiences so that we can all get better. Right. Is mentoring something that you have benefited from as being a mentee or mentor? Yeah, so um, both. Okay. Uh, I guess one of my earliest memories uh, as far as being an actual uh, mentee in a, in a formalized program was in high school. Okay. So uh, I believe it was the summer between my junior and, and senior year of uh, high school. I got selected to be a part of a program called uh, Knights of Valor. Okay. And my high school guidance counselor, who was like my informal mentor, because, okay. you know, I always could speak to him about whatever it is that was going on. And I mean, he was just a really solid dude. And so um, he was heading up this program. He had received funding for it. And so it was like a four to six week uh, program that would happen or that was happening during the summer. And um, they selected 20 uh, students, 20 guys. Um, from the school to be a part of the program. And so um, they talked to us about finances. They talked to us about college. Uh, we took trips to, you know, different places in, in and around um, Baltimore, okay. um, museums and so forth, just to kind of, you know, help us to expand our horizon in terms of, you know, what we thought was possible and some career opportunities that um, we could potentially be interested in. And, um, I mean, I just really had a blast. It was a, it was a great experience. You know, a lot of times, um, parents, when they're talking to us, or I know for me, um, you know, I felt like I was listening to my folks, but, uh, at the same time, it was different when I had somebody else sharing, uh, that same message that they were really trying to get across. Right. And so, um, you know, I was able to receive it in a, in a different way. Not that I was, you know, so rebellious or whatever like that, but. You know, sometimes that can get a little, uh, 
it can get a little, um, you know, tough yeah. when you're dealing with teenagers. And, you know, I think I was no exception. So <laughs> we've all been there, done that. <laughs> right. Right. So. So, yeah. So I, I did that. And um, uh, once I went to college, uh, just it was really on my heart. We had to do community service. I was a uh, resident assistant okay. or RA for you know a couple of years mm-hmm. uh, while I was in school. And so we had to do community service. And I started thinking, I said, man, you know what? I really like uh, the Knights of Valor program. Uh, what if I can do something like that here at school? And so I started a student organization oh. uh, called the Roots Mentoring okay. um, uh, Organization. And that, stand, uh, that stood for recognizing our opportunities together successfully. Okay. And um, we, we mentored at a local high school. And, yeah, so, I mean, it was a lot that I could say about that. But it was just a really, you know, great experience. And so fast forward, I had not been um, involved with mentoring the same way you know, that I had been early on, um, you know, in, in my life and, and so forth. Um, but through everything that I've been doing, that's just something that has stayed with me. And I really see the value in it. And so I've, I've had some mentors professionally. Um, but, you know, I really wanted to, you know, turn the table and, and look for a platform, look for a way that I could help to uh, give back a lot of what it is that was, you know, shared with me. And so, uh, hence, food for mentoring. Um I'm, I'm looking for it to be a, a springboard to, you know, have that dialogue and, and put some other things in motion as well. Okay. Now, will Cornbread be a part of Food for Mentoring? <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, mean that Cornbread is your favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm sure that we can have some uh, very meaningful conversations over, uh, you know, overeating. Right. Right. And, right. and so... You know, I, I think that that cornbread um, <laughs> definitely has a place in that. <laughs> cornbread Absolutely. certainly has a place. So, yep. w- what would you say is a a key to um, a successful mentoring relationship? Uh, you know, authentic, being yeah. authentic, um, um, also being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, with that, uh, one of the things that I found over the years and. You know, even for myself, um, you know, with those uh, mentoring relationships, those that, you know, I've counted as mentors uh, formally and and informally, is that you need to be consistent with your communication. And a lot of times people, I mean, we don't open up just to anybody. Right. And so, you know, that mentoring relationship, yes, it could be something on a professional level, but it also can be something that can assist you with. Uh, your personal life as well, especially when we talk about um, high school students, college students, um, they have a lot that they're trying to figure out. And so, you know, if we're able to show that we're consistent, that we really do have a care about what it is that is going on in their lives, um, then I think that that helps to really um, build a level of trust that's essential um, for that relationship to be successful. Right. Absolutely. And we want to have successful relationships. But I think that because sometimes it is a challenge for people to look to someone else for guidance or for um, direction that is labeled as mentoring. um, Right. People sometimes go into that type of relationship 
um, not really knowing what to do, not really knowing how it's supposed to look and not even knowing what to expect from someone that's mentoring them. So I feel like when you can um, be authentic and when you can be um, transparent and just, uh, I guess, learn and grow together, it kind of makes the process a little bit easier. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and if I could just add to sure. that uh, real quick. So the other thing is uh, sharing those. A lot of times we we, we obviously um, we praise successes that people have. But, you know, I think it's important to share those, uh, you know, quote unquote failures, Absolutely. the setbacks that we've experienced so that people recognize that, hey, you know, I'm a person just like you're a person. And, you know, if I was able to, you know, withstand despite, you know, having this uh, negative experience and, and so forth, uh, you can do the same thing too. Cause inevitably we all are going to have those types of experiences that, I mean, we wish that we didn't, mm-hmm. but that's a part of life. Right? right. And so, uh, if we, uh, share those experiences, what I've found is that, um, there's a lot of other people that have had similar experiences to us. So, I mean, it's, it's not like we're the first ones to, you know, have whatever type of experience that is. Yes. And there's a, a certain level of liberation um, and having that open dialogue and being able to, you know, quote unquote, not hide behind the fact that you've had a failure mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's only really a, a, a failure if you, you know, allow it to just stop you and, and keep you from uh, pursuing what it is that you feel that you've been purposed for. So um, I, I think that that's important too. you know, it's, it's not all about Hey, let me just go and I want this person that, you know, is, you know, so successful to be my mentor. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some people that are right in your circle right now um, that may not have all of the the accolades that maybe some other people have. um, But they have some jewels that they can share with you uh, that can help you get to that next um, the next point as well. So I, I, I just want to put that out there. And I'm glad that you did, because that is so very important. We kind of get caught up in the successful side of things that we forget or or that we tend to overlook the fact that, you know, you fall down, you get up, you fall down, you That's get right. up. And personally, if I have the ability to talk to someone who has fallen down and gotten up, I want to talk mm-hmm. to that person because I want to know, well, what did you do? How did you overcome? What type of band-aid right. did you use? How did you, um, <laughs> you know, address the wound? Like, what is it that you did that helped you to overcome this? Because that, that right there, that is right. key. That is so Absolutely. Key. If all you hear is the the good stuff, then when you experience the bad stuff, you don't know how to handle it. So I'm glad you shared that. That's absolutely necessary. So, Joshua, if someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach you? So the the, the best way to get in contact with me, uh, with me right now would be through uh, through LinkedIn. Okay. So they can just uh, they can just look me up. It's uh, Joshua T. Rich. Okay. And then also uh, Food for Mentoring is going to be, uh, I'll, I'll be launching that website um, uh, in the near future. So, um, yes, that would be another way that they can get in contact with me. Okay. And I am so thankful. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us for an episode of Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. Before we wrap, 
I just want to ask you, what is it, Joshua, that you are declaring in 2019? So um, I'm working on my, my first book. Ah. And <laughs> so uh, I'm declaring that uh, I will be done uh, with that book in, in 2019. Nice. I, I thought it was going to be, um, you know, not a simple task, but it's a lot that, that goes into, um, you know, obviously writing a book and, and so forth. So, um, you know, I, I certainly want to uh, mark that as accomplished. Absolutely. So in 2019, Joshua is declaring that he is a best-selling author. How about that? <laughs> I love that. He has I written, love that. Yes. yes, he has written his book and it is selling. I love it. And I am absolutely here to support you in that endeavor. I certainly do appreciate you. And my next question is, what are you looking to see for yourself and your family? Wow. Uh, looking to see for myself and, and my family. Um, continued uh, health and um, certainly uh, want uh, prosperity mm -hmm. uh, for, for us, you know, financially and uh, just to continue to uh, to to grow and um, have meaningful time uh, together is is probably what I want more than you know all of that is to be able to have some meaningful continue to have meaningful experiences uh, with my my wife and kids. Well, speak it, believe it, receive it. This has been Joshua Rich, and this has been another episode of Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. I look forward to you joining us again next week. Thank you so very much for being committed to this podcast, for showing up each and every week and listening. I appreciate you. Once again, speak it, believe it, receive it. This is Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. What's the one place you can go and get five diverse opinions on one topic? Another one podcast. New episodes every Monday morning. Available on all major podcast platforms.